Welcome to Two and a Half Sportsmen, a sports comedy podcast hosted by Jordan Pomaville, Joel Anderson, and your sports outsider, Phil Ranta. Let's get it on. And now it's time for another Sports Throughout History! Bum, 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 bum. Brought to you by... The History Channel. We're moving on to the history of needles. You can see how we first made them sharp. Ah, damn it. With the history of needles on the table, this is going to be so boring. Yeah, it's true. All right, well... That's a bummer, but I'm I'm gonna continue here. Uh, we're 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 staying uh, in the same vein here with the prehistory of baseball. This week, Rounders. Ooh, the movie starring Matt Damon and John Malkovich. Do you have my mommy? <laughs> chick, chick, chick. I well, eat all your poker. Absolute classic. That is this not is what I'm referring real to. All your bases are belong to us. <laughs> yeah. I was I was once cast as John Malkovich in Rounders. Because I guess with the beard and the bald head, I kind of look like John Malkovich. Wait, yeah. cast? Wait, I'm sorry. They were casting John Malkovich, the character, and went with the actor, Joel Anderson. Is that the construct? That, that, is, that is correct. Okay. It was for a sketch yeah. called Fat Damon, where they have a friend who looks like an overweight Matt Damon, who's actually, you've probably seen him in commercials and stuff, but they were shooting a series of videos, <laughs> and I, I was John Malkovich. I didn't Malkovich realize we were going literal here. I thought you were doing a bit. No, I'm going okay. literal. Okay. And then Fat Damon eats all the Oreos at the table because re- he has the Oreos. Yeah, it, it was a good bit. I, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, but getting back to Rounders, not the movie. <laughs> uh, and Rounders, Phil, is a source of some controversy here in these United States. I'm already angry about it. Yeah. Because <laughs> I haven't even read the tweet storms yet. Yeah. Uh, many American uh, baseball historians uh, want to claim that Abner Doubleday invented the game of baseball from whole cloth in the mid-19th century. Abner Doubleday? Abner Doubleday. Ugh. He was a, a Civil War hero. It's a good story. Yeah, absolutely. In upstate New York, it. right? Yeah, in yeah. upstate New York, in Cooperstown, New York, hence uh, the location of the Baseball Hall of Fame there now. But some British historians, Uh-oh. those fuckers, have insisted that baseball is in fact just an ev- evolution of the game of rounders, which has been played in England for hundreds of years. So is this, uh, and, I, and maybe we're getting there, is this uh, baseball closer to rounders than cricket? Definitely closer to rounders okay. than cricket, and we will get to that. Okay, yes. okay. Because you're rounding the bases, I'm guessing. Yeah. All right. So let's begin by examining the evidence. In 1903, British historian Henry Chadwick published an article in which he noted the similarities between the game of rounders that he played as a child and American baseball. Fuck you, Henry, said the American baseball establishment. (laughs) (laughs) That, and it's like, we all know this, that, like, ideas are cheap, it's execution that's valuable, so, come on. Right? Yeah. And you know who was president in 1903? Uh, Donald Trump. Incorrect. Uh, uh, Well, Donald Trump would say yes. Yes, Teddy fucking Roosevelt. That's who. Yeah. So he wasn't taking any of this. No, he wasn't. Legend has it that during the charge up San Juan Hill, Teddy Roosevelt the whole way was shouting, baseball is American in its origins. <laughs> right along with, eat lead, you Spanish dogs, and remember the main Reason we went to war was the yellow journalism of William Randolph Hearst. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. So America shot back. Baseball executive Albert Spaulding 
who I believe is the the guy who founded the company. Spalding. Uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Which company? Uh, a sports yeah. ball company. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> As a sports outsider, you'd have no idea. They make basketballs too. There yeah. we go. When you were in middle school, it was that name that was flying at your face during dodgeball. I believe it. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Uh, so uh, Albert Spalding formed his own commission to investigate, and this commission concluded, Baseball is American, invented by Abner Doubleday in Cooperstown, New York. And this, of course, would have been uh, news to Doubleday, who's been dead for 15 years, and never made any such claim in his own lifetime. Sure. Uh, but there it was. Abner Doubleday invented baseball. But uh, more recently, they've determined that that legend actually derives from a Colorado mining engineer. Wait, really? Yes, what? indeed. That's where that came from? Let's, uh, let's see. Uh, as John Thorne, the official historian of MLB, told NPR's Fresh Air in 2011. I wanted him to be also an historian of Colorado mines. Yeah, that's, that's his. But that's more of an avocation. <laughs> Baseball's more popular. Colorado mines are one of those like niche history things okay. where it's like okay. people who are into history know, but you know. <laughs> sure. Uh, it, he, he said, in fact, uh, it was this Colorado mining engineer who, who came up with this whole idea. It is a great question, says Thorne. What brought a mining engineer to Akron, Ohio? Ugh, uh, where is anyone to Akron, Ohio? Right? right? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, where he typed out this letter to Spalding's secretary. That, that claimed that he was there at the invention of baseball with Doubleday. Uh, yeah, last I heard, uh, sorry, that was me adding that, not John Thorne. Returning uh, okay. to the quote, last I heard, there's not much metallurgical opportunity in Akron. <laughs> and then he went back west and continued to correspond with the Cooperstown newspaper, embellishing his tale to say that he had played in the game with Doubleday and that it was a rollicking game. Sure. I, whoever described any baseballs rollicking? Well, this was, this was early in. Sport. I guess there was not a lot of stuff yeah. to do. Yeah, with and you got to understand. I mean, if you know anything about 19th century Colorado mining, this is not a man who's going to use the term rollicking lightly. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. His life sucked. Right. Everybody's life sucked back then. What did they do? Like uh, try, like save up for a year to buy a book they'd and then cough. read it over and over yeah, again. They'd cough on each other. And- yeah. Yeah, so so was what this miner was in Akron to extract 100% pure bullshit ore? <gasps> Uh-oh. Let's let's take a look at the broader history of rounders and and see if we get an answer there. Uh rounders has been played in England since Tudor times. Uh when it was the sport that lay behind door number 1. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Uh it's also very similar to a, a German game called Schlagball. See, that's why I always thought schlagball was really the origins of baseball. <laughs> yeah, some people would say that, but uh, but there's no direct connection in the way that there might be with rounders. I, I'm also schlagball happy. is German for hit ball too, which is a pretty cool I'm name. I'm so happy there's a sport called schlagball. Yeah, schlagball. But, but here's here's where you're really gonna get upset. It's also similar to a Russian game called lapta. Ooh. So, can honestly, do you hear this? The English, uh, they're trying to say that baseball was invented by Russians, guys. I don't like this one bit. Yeah. Yeah. Last time out, it was girls. Now it's Russians. <laughs> I don't know what to believe anymore. You know what? It's almost like the idea of somebody throwing a ball and then somebody hitting it, and then some action happening is a pretty obvious thing, and it can be <laughs> co-invented in many places. What the fuck are you saying, Phil? I'm just saying that it's not that clever of a sport at its roots. 
Wow. Now it's complex. Wow. Okay. But you had so to build that complexity to make English the Russian the spy Phil Ranta. <laughs> well, look, I've got a two-year-old, and if I throw something at her, she's whacking it away too. But so is like, she using a bat? And is uh, then she, she then running to a holding her broom at the time? Oh my double day! I can't believe what I'm hearing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But okay, so the actual first documented reference to rounders comes in the 1744 publication of a little pretty pocketbook. Ugh. Now Wait. this is this is known as actually possibly the first children's book in existence. Huh. Now uh, it, it was published by John Newberry who might be a familiar name, because the Newberry Medal for Excellence in Children's oh. Literature, named after John Newberry, because of the publication of A Little Pretty Pocket Book. Okay. That's why we call it Newberry Ball. Yeah. Now it makes now, here, sense. Now, here's, here's the important thing to go to, all right? A Little Pretty Pocket Book contains a woodcut drawing of stool ball being played. Hey. Which oh, was hey. the previous sports yeah. throughout history. Hashtag episode the one before this one, or, or other Couple ones. Couple ones. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and it also has a reference to the game of rounders, though it uses a different name. Uh, any guesses to what they call rounders in a little pretty pocketbook? Circlers. Uh, they probably call it baseball. Phil is correct. They call what? it baseball. Yeah, what? there we go. Hey. Yeah. Whoops. Now this would appear to be something of a crushing blow to the arguments of jingoistic American sports historians. <laughs> oh, I don't like this at all. Especially considering uh, the popularity of a little pretty pocketbook led to its publication in Boston, beginning Uh in 1745. (laughs) That's why they call themselves the Red Stockings. Yeah. Because they're British. So, here is the passage in question. Baseball. And there is a hyphen between base and ball. That's the old tiny way. it's different. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The ball once struck off, away flies the boy to the next destined post. And then home with joy. That sounds like baseball. That does. It sounds like he hit a home run. Right. Thus, Britons for Lucre fly over the main, but with pleasure transported, return back again. Oh, I didn't like that one. The first one was clear. Yeah, that yeah, one was kind so, of a mess. So Lucre in, in Old English, and I'm probably mispronouncing that, uh... Money, riches, or wealth, especially when seen as having corrupt a corrupting effect or causing greed or obtained in an underhanded manner. Now that sounds like American baseball. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's now we're really if there's anything we picked up from the English, it's underhanded economic principles. Yeah. yeah. Uh now obviously this is gonna give those stupid English people a little more reason to get snooty, and that drives me nuts. The damn English are already pretty snooty about having founded our country. Yeah. Though yeah. I would like to point out that America's greatness has moved in direct inverse to just how English a country and people we are. Yeah. The further we've gotten from them, the better things have gotten until 20, 30 years ago. But, you know, that's still a long streak there. And we sent Meghan Markle over to tear down their monarchy. Right. Pretty great. Right. Pretty great. How My did you brick. not see what we were doing? Yeah. It was a pretty great plan. She was on a show called Suits. You're buying this. Yeah, and guys, she's not a spy. Somebody can be somebody who's being treated unfairly by the press and also be a bad person. Yeah. Why can't people see those two <laughs> things can exist? It's entirely possible, yeah. Uh, but in what can only be described as a uh, direct insult to subtly insult our country, the website for Rounders England, uh, which is the official uh, English like Rounders Association now, it has a section that's entitled About U.S., and there's nothing about the United States in there. It's all just information about Rounders England. I'm not. Wait, I, I, uh, Joel. Yeah, I think I think it might be about us. 
about U.S. U.S. United right, States, no, there weren't, greatest country there weren't in the world. Dots between them. This is a common thing on websites. Yeah, Quebec, about yeah. us. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm sure common... that's just a copywriting decision. Uh, they got a style guide that probably well, no. says no periods well, I between. I can solve acronyms. this for you on my website at philrands.com. I've got an about us, and then I've got an about U.S. where I write the history of the United States. Oh, yeah, so it's easier huh. if you have both, so that it gets rid of yeah. that confusion. Well, by not having both, I really think spitting in the face of America. Yeah. So are they still playing this? I'm sorry. In, in England? Oh, they are. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. And a variation on rounders known as English baseball. Huh. Wow. <laughs> I'm excited for the next time I get the opportunity to say, wow, that's as British as crumpets or baseball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But but really quick, I want to describe you some of the, the rules of rounders so you can see where it may differ a little bit, right? Okay. okay. Sure. So imagine you're playing rounders instead of baseball. You hit the ball into the gap and you're off and running, okay? So you run down to first base. You turn 90 degrees. You advance to second base. Rounders baseball exactly the same at this point. Turn 90 degrees again. Advance to third base. Okay. And in rounders, you turn 45 degrees and run parallel to the direction of a pitch to fourth base, which is located next to but distant from home plate. Huh. You sort of, you go due south. If you're looking at the, okay, and then you land in like a fourth base. Wait, you go due south, so that's like going 135 degrees, right? So if you go 45 degree turn, then that means you're going back towards the pitching mound, right? That's what I thought. That's why I got confused. I thought, oh, right. But I'm imagining you're, yeah, you know what? So you go like that, 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 and then 145. Why don't, why don't we gloss over that and oh, move on to the next bit got here? It, got 135 it. Years, but yeah. I was going to say, this is a big difference because we know how to do it here in America. You do not have your scoring base be some separate fourth base way away from home plate where the pitching is taking place. You make collisions at the plate, yeah. a part of the sport, for about 100 years and then abruptly change that rule when a popular star in a major media market gets injured during one of those plays. That's baseball that's how you do it yeah. yeah but also symmetry is important like once you break the symmetry <laughs> there's certain people out there that are gonna go you're running a weird direction you pronounce symmetry like cemetery yeah that's symmetry? what i heard i heard that yeah. too what, symmetry? symmetry symmetry i've always symmetry. pronounced it symmetry no like that sounds and you've like... been wrong the entire time it's symmetry what do you call symmetry? it what do you call it when like two dogs are walking parallel uh they're walking uh, uh symmetrically yeah Pet symmetrically. Ah, that's going to be the next Stephen King book. (laughs) Pet symmetrically. And that's the end of another Sports Throughout History. Brought to you by the History Channel. Next week, the History of Thread. That's our show. Email us at twoandahalfsportsmen at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at SportsmanPod. Or check out all of our episodes on any of those major podcast platforms. 